0: i wouldn't really think of doritos as a gay ally and i wouldn't really think of doritos as like a gay chip too so it's just interesting that they really try for that market during the one month i don't know if there's anything as a gay chip i'm just there shouldn't be a sexuality for a bag of chips
1: hey
2: guys welcome back to not your friends podcast And I'm
1: Sabina. And today we have an extremely exciting guest. He is not only one of my dear friends and Sabina's friend, he is also a multi business entrepreneur with many ventures on the horizon and in the rear view. He is a (laughs) musical artist with two songs. One is Totally, which you can stream on Spotify, Apple Music, and other music platforms and most recently was he a new single same with the streaming he is a former podcast host and most recently he will become an influencer that we will get to later so please help us welcome cam Kerr to the show
0: wow well, claire thank you for the welcome i guess it's funny to think of myself as a multi-business entrepreneur but i do i just feel creative and i've had many projects over the years you know I think it's important to try some things out and while you're young and see what sticks, and then you can always, you know, move on. For instance, my podcast, you know, I made a season and then decided that I wasn't going to continue. So, you know, we moved on to, to music, and now we're moving on to influencing.
1: No, that's a really good piece of advice. I think a lot of people feel like they need to stay in, like, one lane.
0: My whole idea about it is I'm young. I just want to try new things while you know I'm not working all the time when I make music I just want songs I can play with my friends and when I'm you know 40 years from now I can look back and play it for my kids or something and just have these fun memories of trying new things and being creative when I was young I'm not delusional in the sense I don't think I'm like a pop star and you know gonna become so famous from it it's just fun for me and my friends to listen to and go to a party and play my own song like that it's just so fun and that's, no, that's why I do it yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so fun
1: that shouldn't be the main goal to like be famous right?
0: yeah I know
1: yeah and like you're you're on the right track i think a lot of people don't do things like this because they're they're like oh well i'm never gonna be famous but then then they don't do it
2: yeah
0: exactly like it's just so rare to get to that level of fame and also that's just not the point again as i said it's just like fun for to go in the car and play my own song and i'm sure you guys understand that it's just fun to like see your name on spotify and play your podcast it's just fun
2: yeah
1: it is fun so we have a really interesting episode today we want to get a new perspective on the show because when it's a lot of us just speculating, speculating and talking about different things that might not be close to home, it can be a little bit less impactful. So we decided to have Cam on for this episode. So Cam, what are we going to discuss today?
0: To, well, this semester, I will actually be an influencer myself just because um, when I just got back from studying abroad. And when I studied abroad, I was a social media correspondent for my program, which was very fun because... <laughs> when you're traveling, I was going to post on an Instagram anyways, but then for this, I was paid to, you know, show the real study about life and, and tag the company in the posts and, explain what the program was to my followers so it was extra fun because not only was I living the experience but I was actually like really thinking about it because I wanted to explain it to others and show how awesome study abroad is and especially with the company I did it with it was really awesome to just be in Paris and having a photo shoot which I was going to do anyways but then also getting paid for it always been into social media especially in recent years but that was just fun to actually begin that like influencer era and then this semester I want to continue doing it and then I found an opportunity to do it for Samsung other than that we will also be discussing rainbow capitalism today because um, you may not have heard of this, but you may have definitely noticed that every June, which is Gay Pride Month, that every company you know that want to cater to gay customers and have that liberal image will change their merch and their logos and all their marketing to rainbow themed and gay themed. So that's a very interesting concept. And then right on July 1st, that all changes. Yeah,
1: I literally saw Vogue July 1st. They didn't change because that was like just super obvious and like people are starting to go after companies that are doing that. But I think it was, like, July 3rd. It was completely gone, like, their rainbow logo. It's just so ridiculous.
0: Well, that's interesting that they waited till July 3rd because they knew they were going to change anyways, but they didn't want to do it exactly on July 1st. Okay. We all know, knew what they were doing, but I think Vogue is not a good example just because they are very LGBTQ-inclusive right. throughout the whole year. They've always been on the forefront just because they are in the fashion world. I think Doritos is a good example because mm-hmm. they have even had like, rainbow bags for their, um, their chip bags. And, I mean, I wouldn't really think of Doritos as a gay ally, and I wouldn't really think of Doritos as, a, like, a gay chip, too. So it's just interesting that yeah. they really try for that market during the one month. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything as a gay chip. I'm just... There shouldn't be a sexuality for a bag of chips.
1: Well, yeah, no, that's, like, the question of, like, what company should be showing, like, rainbow merch? Should it be any company or should it be a company that, like, makes more sense?
0: I mean, I think any company. I think it's good. I think it a that good, just because... Yeah. I mean, it is good to have the rainbow,
1: you know. I saw this thing. I think it was, like, Target came out with a rainbow dress, and it looked really, like, it was, like, rainbow, but it was more subtle, and it looked like something that, like, people were saying, like, conservative women might gravitate towards so they were like oh hopefully like many conservative women like bought this dress without even like knowing and then they're like donating to pride without knowing oh it was a donation it was a donation thing that's good obviously it's terrible that like people tricking conservative women
2: into wearing a rainbow it's not really helpful it's not
1: (laughs) helpful but like i guess technically it is like i guess it's a donation wise. wise yeah okay so we got lots to talk about with you. But before we get into that, we actually have been pre-recording these episodes, just a couple of them, because we are leaving each other for a little while. So let's let you let us know your screen time.
0: Okay, you're so nosy, but I'm, I'm interested in sharing. So this week, my screen time is a bit up. Last week, it was 4 hours and 41 minutes. And then this week, it is 5 hours and 13 minutes. Um, my three most used apps are Messages, followed by Instagram, followed by Snapchat. But Messages blows the others out of the water. I've spent 7 hours and 16 minutes on on Messages this week alone. <laughs> and I would say that that does seem right, because I'm always... Um, I'm a big texter. I love, you know, I love texting and keeping updated with people and I'm always in and out of that app. So that definitely makes sense. And I would say Instagram is definitely second. I don't have um, anxiety attached to it at all, which Mm, is very healthy.
1: Very good. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think what that says about you is you have a healthy relationship with your phone. If messages is like your biggest and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a big texter. I love to stay in touch with people. Seems like yeah. you're agreeing with all these these numbers and these like metrics.
2: It's weird. Yeah, I think it's a little bit weird when people are like, "What?" or yeah. <laughs> or yeah. it's like scary for some reason. Oh, like, Instagram,
1: the <laughs> one because that shows that you're not being mindful. You know when you're scrolling. Right, right. But you are. Yeah,
0: but I do have to say, in comparison to you, I only spent one hour on TikTok this week.
1: Oh my god, really? Are you not a big TikToker?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not. No.
1: Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. I if I hadn't spent like eleven hours on TikTok, I feel like my screen time would be pretty similar to yours, like messages
2: and Instagram. But TikTok's just like well, I it don't feels know. like you're engaged with people you know. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm engaging with yeah. people I've never met, <laughs> and not your friends. <laughs> no. for,
0: yeah, for ten seconds only, and then you move on. Oh yeah. But I would say that um, TikTok is interesting. Well, TikTok fame is interesting because what people you know like thousands of tiktoks a day and then um even if a tiktok has a million views people watch it for eight seconds and move on and then forget about it and it's hard to find it again and so i just think that like we all have instances like when i go back to my hometown they'll be like oh so and so is tiktok famous she had a tiktok that had 50k likes or something it's like okay i think billions and billions of tiktoks have that amount of likes so i don't even know if that's tiktok fame
2: right fame is so ubiquitous on tiktok it's not really that personal No, yeah, it's random and like cool to get a viral TikTok, but it's hard to keep that retention. Mm -hmm. So, our next segment is the trendiest thing you did or saw this week. Start us off. I can start a saw. So, something I've been seeing, and it might be because I've also been looking for it, um, is a loose ponytail. But the point of the ponytail is to cover any like potentially sparse areas of your hair, which I have a lot. <laughs> um, and I have a lot of like baby hairs. So, most of the time, people do like half their hair up and then they do stuff with their bangs. And it still looks like really casual, but it looks a lot fuller. So I tried doing that and it was, it was pretty cute. Not really sure if that's a trend, but I liked it. So yeah, no, it looks really good today. I'm not doing that right now, but thank you. So it's effortless. This is, this is genuinely effortless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not a trend, but maybe it'll be a trendsetter.
2: Ooh, (laughs) true. Thinking the right way. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I should be thinking.
1: Um, I'll go next. Okay. I I didn't do one single trendy thing this whole week, and I can Loser. I can no I can say that because I've been sick all week. So I sat in my bed and I well I watched an ungodly amount of TikToks, which is just I guess that's trendy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is trendy, very trendy.
1: Yeah, that is. Oh, and I watched Bama Rush talk. Ooh, hell yeah.
0: Oh, of course. As for me, well, I didn't really do anything trendy, but I did move down to Washington DC this week to, you know, three weeks early to get ready for college. And, um, so a fun thing I did last year was before I studied abroad, I made me and my friend, we did a little photo shoot at the Kennedy Center and it was so dramatic. Um, Where I made a goodbye video and it was like an announcement that I was studying abroad and Mm -hmm. she did a voiceover. It was very Gossip Girl-esque and Mm -hmm. it was so dramatic and it had me like walking off into the sunset in my suitcase and I posted it (laughs) to to Instagram, which was really fun. And I called it the goodbye and I was like, see you later DC. I don't know who will he be when he returns and and then using the same footage of that same photo shoot, we recorded me walking into the sunset as a goodbye.
1: I didn't know that you did that back then.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm wearing a winter coat in it, Claire. Yeah. The goodbye is me walking into the sunset and then the hello is me walking from the sunset. And then it's like an announcement of me arriving back in DC. It's so dramatic and again it's just something fun for me and my friends like it didn't go viral anything it's just for me and a few dozen friends to laugh about right when i walked off the plane i pressed send and it said the hello and it was about me being back in dc and living this life again which it's just fun to like mark eras on my social media too so now like the abroad era is over and Mm -hmm. now i'm back to living in dc that's not trendy at all i've never seen (laughs) well i guess i want to talk about that in the sense that like i just use social media for fun and
2: yeah it's
0: like my gallery yeah it's like i I don't tend to follow trends in that in that Uh, way cam
2: is your instagram public
1: Yes.
2: where could we find that video
0: at cam care
2: whoever's
1: listening needs to watch it i found this part of the video so funny so he was like walking up the stairs was it the kennedy center that you were like filming at the whole yeah, time yeah. he was walking yeah. up the stairs of the kennedy center like being like hello i'm back in dc like lugging his suitcase behind him like struggling to get it up the stairs and it was so funny like i feel like you really hit the mark on like satire but it's not like so obvious you know and like your friends and everyone who like is in like knows that it's like so funny and like i run yeah but then like it's just so good
2: yeah like, it's so that is good
0: uh, yeah my friend narrates it too so it's very gospel girl esque. she's like who what will he do this semester fine watch out and find out on this instagram it's just very funny and it, i just love that i'm not even narrating it it's just so, yeah. dramatic. so good yeah yeah so that it was just a fun little project
1: having that on your timeline and on your instagram and stuff have you been able to reflect on like that oh my god
0: I literally so I made it with a friend and I texted her I'm like we were reflecting on like oh my god we can't believe that was eight months ago in between the hello and the goodbye and it really was an era I know it's so cliche but I so I studied abroad and then this summer I went on a solo trip in Panama and Costa Rica and it's just because last semester it was I was living in DC and um, going to this big school and you know I just was involved in a lot of social life and like had a lot of anxiety but also like was so absorbed into social life and was all i thought about all i cared about and then Mm -hmm. it was just really nice to go abroad and go on a solo trip and just be myself
1: why not make it a big deal like making stuff a big deal is not it's not a bad thing it's good yeah
0: and it does make life more fun
1: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so let's switch gears a little. Let's talk a little bit about Pride Month. You mentioned a little bit about your thoughts on rainbow capitalism, but let's just talk about Pride Month and like what it means to you. So
0: this Pride Month was exciting. I went to um, three different Prides, three weekends in a row. I went to DC Pride, followed by um, Providence Pride, followed by New York Pride. And my whole thesis of doing that or whole thought process of that was like, the news is just so scary in the sense that like I have no idea what will happen in the next few years. So I just wanted to, while I had a summer, I just wanted to be able to you know, celebrate my gayness as much as possible and have as much fun because I feel like in the coming years, I won't have as much freedom to just travel around and go to all these different events. So I just wanted to do that. I cried tears of joy down at the DC Pride. like It was just... Um, So amazing to go to that and just be with all my um, gay friends in the city and just celebrate that. And it was just so special because the news is so scary in the sense that we are having like a, a regression in terms of gay rights and, and of our safety. So it really was fun to celebrate that. And also each city has their own twist on gay pride. So you might not even know, but Providence, Rhode Island has a, a very big gay pride, you know, really? it's a very gay city. Yeah. We know that. And then, of course, New York Pride is very exciting because it's the biggest probably in the world. I don't know the stats on it, but it probably is. I mean, it's New York, and you march right by Stonewall, where the whole gay rights movement began, and so it's very exciting.
1: Do you... Like, we've been to New York Pride, but, like, this is... Like, we're not going to have our feelings hurt or anything. Like, what do you feel about, like, straight people going?
0: Oh, I think it's great. I mean... Um, the more the merrier in my sense. My, I think it just has a special connection for gay people.
2: Getting a little bit more into like rainbow capitalism, do you think that there's a problem? And if so, what is the problem?
0: And there's a lot of different opinions in the community. Um, I'm not in the marketing world, but as a gay man, I can comment on it. I do think it is special just because, um, I mean, getting gay acceptance and gay recognition is important even if it's by a bag of chips but I just think it is the money maker and it's not really genuine and right when July 1st comes it's over so it's very inauthentic
2: Mm -hmm. but
0: as we were talking about earlier it's authentic for a lot of companies you know right like Vogue magazine you're not gonna you're not gonna say Vogue magazine's homophobic right you know they support the gays year-round
1: yeah also it's like kind of sad but like there's not much that like really any company unless like they're really really dedicated to a cause is like doing that's fully like selfless a lot of the time no matter what there's like monetary reasons because like you're a retail company or whatever and like you're still doing like harmful things in the background and like it's really hard to be like a hundred percent for the cause when you're a corporation
0: yeah like corporation it's a weird way to do politics and it's, it's an american concept to have Companies so involved in politics. Corporations have so much power; like they can single handedly decide elections, and they can donate billions of dollars to a presidential candidate. Companies can. So it's like if it is the way of American life. I do think it's good that they are supporting gay causes and making it known, even if it's just for one month. Yeah.
2: Do you feel endeared towards a company because of that?
0: No, no. I mean. I guess I'm too busy living my life to, like, go to the store and look for specific, you know. Yeah. Game right. merch or something like that, yeah. When I'm going to Pride events, I'm not, you know, gonna right. go wear some cheesy,
1: yeah, no, I I feel some like- cheesy, like,
0: burrito bag, like- bag, yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like but that's I- your goal, and it's, like, to get people to be, like, well, I need ship. something to wear to the Pride March. And it's, like, if you're, you're probably not, like, going to the store, unless you're, like, someone, like, you know, a straight, woman or man like
2: i need something i'd presume that their goal is to have people feel closer to the company on every season you know
0: well i guess we can talk about rainbow capitalism isn't just like being having gay advertisements it's like Mm -hmm. if you go to a gay pride march it will literally be companies walking down the parade route Mm -hmm. like banks will have you'll see I'm not going to list names, um, but, like, you could think of any bank and they'll have a parade float where they're having uh, their logo in in rainbow, but oftentimes it's the gay employees of the company in it, Mm. so it's a way for them to be involved and happy about how they're accepted at work and be in the parade, but I do think it's cheesy because these companies are paying tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, to be in the parade and to have that logo. and. And I know we're coming back to Doritos, but Doritos has, like, a truck come down the parade route and they throw, like, bags of Doritos outside the truck into the parade (laughs) aisles, yeah.
1: That's, you know, Doritos, yeah. Yeah. I was looking up, like, images for maybe, like, a post about this and I saw
2: Doritos, like, every other picture was, like, rainbow Doritos. (laughs) Okay, Doritos does so much for their marketing. Yeah. 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 Doritos' marketing is A1. Yeah. Also, people, I feel like, are not as into Doritos when there's just like so
1: many more options these days. Like there's just like Trader Joe's has crazy different chips and like there's all these healthy stuff. And like Doritos I feel like they just are trying to like stay. Yeah, they're
0: them. trying so hard because they have to now compete.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It used to be like Doritos and like sun chips or whatever (laughs) well sun chips they're not nearly spending as much on their marketing i haven't heard a damn thing about sun chips
0: well they're owned by the same company i think i think all the the, the brands are owned. yeah we're getting so sidetracked
2: (laughs) no it's okay but um
1: if you were a marketing manager at one of these companies like what would you say is the most authentic way to celebrate pride as a company
0: Maybe just celebrate the gay workers you have. Yeah. So I think the parade is oftentimes a way to, like, celebrate the gay workers at a company. But I think we deserve to be happy at work, and we deserve to be recognized at work, and we deserve to work at places that celebrate us and accept us and not have to... I know there's oftentimes people are like, oh, you can't talk about that at work, but I wouldn't want to work at a place where I can't talk about that or show that side of my life, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's probably, like, a symbol to people that might want to work there that, like, they're, like, a safe place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Companies have a lot of money. They can push money into, uh, like, options for their workers and donations overall that they support.
1: Mm -hmm. So moving a little bit more into, like, media, social media, all that, how do you feel about LGBTQ plus representation in social media and, like, in the media right now? Do you feel like we've come a long way? Do we have a lot more to go? Like, what do you feel
0: I guess it's hard to know because social media is very curated um I'm very much on like gay TikTok and uh, when I go on Instagram it's always like you know fashion and things that I like and in gay life obviously because that's what I like and post and follow Mm -hmm. so I think it's hard to ask just because that's the social media I see because that's the social media I want to see but um I mean we can talk about other issues like I'm sure if you know you're on conspiracy Twitter, every time you open up, you're going to see some different conspiracy about the government. But when I when I go on Twitter, it's about gay memes or some celebrity or something like that. I'm not following you know conspiracy theories, but I guess right. it's all about what social media algorithm sent to you. Yeah, like Claire, you're probably on a different TikTok than me. because no,
2: that's true. That's I'm a on you know, I'm right.
0: gay TikTok, and
1: yeah, it's hard to see what is actually going on in social media because there's just so much. Yeah, I think
0: it's hard to know. My perspective is very pro-LGBTQ because that's what I follow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can ask you too because you probably don't follow explicitly gay content, but you probably come across it, right?
1: I think a lot of the stuff I come across, I mean, I don't really come across stuff that's like anti-gay or uh, conservative in any way. So I think it's just like, again, what I'm watching. So yeah. But actually I do see sometimes, like, okay, just today, I saw on TikTok, someone was stitching the video so it was like a liberal person was like stitching this but it was um or stitching is like um doing a duet mm-hmm. um and there was this announcement and it was like we're coming out with a conservative only dating app called like the right stuff and it's like it was very crazy it was like it looked like it was a joke but it wasn't and it was like so only women and men are allowed on women get um automatic premium subscription men you can choose to pay if you wish and it was just like super first of all why do women need the
2: automatic premium
1: yeah it's just it's so old-fashioned it's like where you can only swipe right so yeah i know (laughs) and so yeah that's that's funny (laughs) but like i guess i see a lot of people like duetting those things being like this is crazy but then i'm sure there's a lot of people that just see
2: that (laughs) yeah i see mostly crime content any like thing i pull up it's like they just know they already know it's always (laughs) just saturated with crime well there you go (laughs) it's not you know it's not one way or the other
0: (laughs) so sabina you're not on gay TikTok, but you're on crime tiktok
2: i'm not on tiktok but when but like on youtube and like on on spotify like for podcasts and stuff like it's just saturated with true crime that that's all i see yeah, because there's so much of that content. It's like, it's such an easy algorithm button. It's like true crime. That's literally something they've made for podcasts. Yeah. It's like true crime. So yeah. it's
0: just There's hundreds, action. hundreds of episodes per day, probably. Yeah. Yes.
1: Sabina's the control group in this. She sees a completely different section <laughs> of
2: <laughs> content. There's not a lot of like social discussion. Sometimes uh-huh. about um like how people are treated mm-hmm. as either perpetrators or victims but
1: so cam having been an influencer also about to enter into this is it is it a contract
0: yeah it's a contract but i would say that what i'm going into is much more influencing than I, what i did before what i did before was just like show my study abroad life i wasn't really like selling anything or producing okay, no, that anything yeah it was more just like living my life and when i when i went on a school trip to paris you know i did the paris post and then just tagged the company and showed how cool the trip was but it wasn't like as directive but this one like has very specific goals
2: I have a question about that for your study abroad did you feel like because you were being uh, sponsored by a brand that you had to show more of a positive light or is that kind of just your normal anyway
0: No, it was just genuine. Like, I had a great, you know, I wasn't, like, lying. I mean, when I wrote, like, Best Experience Ever, it's because it was. They didn't really have directives. For some influencing roles, you have to send your, like, captions ahead of time and get approved by the company. But this one was, you just tag them in the corner, and if you do 10 posts, then you're good.
1: So, like, having done that and now, like, entering into, like, a more professional role, what do you hope to accomplish? What's your biggest goal for this? Is it to help the company the most? Is it to be the most genuine is it to, like, help out the people that are viewing the most? Like, what is your, like, your goal? Because, like, we haven't gotten a chance to really talk to someone that's, like, on the other side because we talk about influencers a lot. So, like, what
2: is an influencer's, like, main goal, would you say? Outside of, like, making money. with Yeah,
0: I would say my goal is to just, like, make my Instagram or have more professional connections in this area because it is a potential career path for me. But I would say that their goal of, have, of hiring college students is to just, like, get the product out on campus and show it to the students and and just have casual conversations in that manner and you know just show show our other classmates a different possibility for tech that's their goal because Mm -hmm. well I mean you definitely studied this but when you're influencing like you're going to learn from Mm -hmm. a friend you're going to learn from a celebrity you trust you know that's like the most effective advertising yeah
1: oh my god definitely especially college it's a really unique situation where you're in an enclosed space with people your age just like so many people around you i think people seeing people with less followers honestly could be a better tactic because it's like oh you don't have like that big of an audience if you Mm. don't mind us asking did they contact you did they did you contact them like what was the process yeah
0: they contacted me via linkedin
1: yes
0: Maybe it's because I have the social media experience with the study abroad company I already listed. Um,
1: Probably. How has your relationship with social media changed in the past few years?
0: In the past few years, well, I think when we all started social media back in uh, like seventh and eighth grade, I mean, who didn't like count and compare the likes you had with others, and there was a whole thing and how many followers you had, and like, I mean, I just grew out of that so quick. I mean, now I don't even check likes. I don't, I you know, lose followers and gain followers. Who cares? That's what. I was talking about earlier, I just use it for fun. Like, I'm just posting these goodbye and the hello and the music just to have fun. Like, it's Mm -hmm. social media is just a fun space and it's just fun to have others be able to join in on the fun. And that's why I'm able to use um, Instagram for so many hours a week and not feel anxiety about it. Yeah.
2: Do you foresee maybe a future in um, influencing and having that be your main source of income? I
0: don't know. I mean, I, again, I don't have any followers that aren't my friends. So it would have to. There has to be a, a change in that because you can't make enough money just by influencing your friends. But I would say, um, no, I don't think that is my career, but I think it's just a fun side hobby while I'm young. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I do think social media overall is a good skill for any company. Yeah. And you can get, you can get a beginner role. And many companies for that. So I don't know if that's my career overall, but it's a way into a career.
1: I feel like you're in the minority of people that are, like, completely over that anxiety at this point. Because I definitely, I think at first it was kind of flipped. Like, when Instagram came to be, I was, I think, just, like, less anxious about it. Because it was more of a casual, like, not as tied to, like, who you are thing. And now I'm not, like, that anxious about it. And, like, I... I've like unfollowed people I don't want to follow and blah, 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 blah. Like I've worked on it, but it's really still hard for me. Like I, I had the likes sometimes, like, um, just because I don't, I want to post what I want to post and like not worry about the likes, but still like I'm taking like actions to make sure that I'm not like anxious about it to this day. So I think I am still kind of like in the Like, it gives me a little anxiety, definitely. Mm
2: -hmm. I feel like if I was using social media for income, the thing that scares me is having to compare, like, I would feel like I would have to kind of associate my traction with my livelihood. So I would have to be concerned with, like, how I'm portraying myself in a professional sense. But if you can get around that in any capacity, I think that's obviously so much better.
1: Well, I'd love to know how you do get around that. Because, like, I feel like you can provide really good advice. Because a lot of people, I think, struggle with putting their worth into their Instagram or social media. Mm-hmm.
0: I would say um, I have removed likes from my post and I have removed likes from all posts. Oh. can even see... I had I hit my own likes, but I also hit, like, I can't see how many likes Kim Kardashian gets. Like, I can't see anyone's likes. And there is probably, you know, a handful of people that you would stalk and maybe want to see how you compare or whatever, but I just resist that temptation. I also can't even do that because I hit the likes,
1: so. Right. No, that's a really good... I, I never even thought of, like, hiding other people's likes. Yeah. It seems like you have kind of a chill, like, laid-back attitude about social media, which is probably really good. You're like, oh, yeah, like... Instagram's for fun like everything's for fun which is how it should be I think unless it's your job
0: I just grew to have fun with Instagram because you know I'm into fashion and travel so you just post Mm -hmm. where you are and you post what you're wearing and that's what it is that's your life you know
1: Mm -hmm. speaking of fashion just one fun question what is your favorite piece right now that you've been like wearing a lot
0: I'm very into all black I'm very um when I was purchasing furniture I wanted to get like an all black comforter and I'm looking for like a nice pair of black shoes and I think it's very German when I was in Berlin it was very much Mm -hmm. like all black and leather and I just love like head-to-toe um black look and I think if you look at what Balenciaga is doing they're very much like yeah their whole runway was all black Yeah. yeah and then I would say like I have to say i went scuba diving this summer and i just loved like the tight wetsuit all black head to toe and i was really inspired by that too i i think i want to buy a wetsuit just to like wear around oh yeah
1: you should that's oh my god you should do
0: that yeah i have to say that's like my biggest inspo lately was just like i also last year i was very much into monochrome like the hello oh yeah it's all blue Mm -hmm. yeah So I do, like, all monochrome, and it's fun to, like, match the jewel with the earring, with the shirt, with the pants, with the shoe, and just don't have all blue. And, like, wake up for a day, shoes all yellow, yeah, or whatever. So it's just fun that way. And it's also easier. I mean, I, this is a little fashion, but as a kid, I never was good at matching. Like, my mom would always be like, that doesn't match. And I'd be like, I don't care you wearing like gr- neon green crocs with orange sweatpants and wearing that to middle or uh, high school,
1: <laughs> yeah. What is matching? Also, I remember changing. I went
0: to high school,
1: yeah.
0: I would wear the neon crocs with the orange sweatpants to high school. And my dad was like, Are you being bullied? I'm like, <laughs> <"No.">
1: <laughs> I mean, at some point, it's so like untraditionally matchy that it matches,
0: right? Yeah, you have to with confidence
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah you wear a lot well, how- of confidence you have to decide yeah, that's how
0: you make it, it work
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so the, the perfect accessory is confidence
1: yeah if you do anything with confidence people are gonna
2: be like okay
0: but I guess I have a question for y'all so yeah are you two looking to be influencers or you're just interested in studying how it affects society or
2: I'm looking for this podcast to take <laughs> off we can wrap it up with some final
1: questions okay so what do you want to see for the future of Pride Month? Do you want to see corporations get more involved in it, less involved in it? Do you want to see it move into other areas? Like, what do you want for that?
0: I mean, I think the answer is obvious of less corporations. Like, I don't need to be seeing these bank parades. And I mean, the parade's fun, but also the whole point of Pride is like, just gathering with your friends and meeting new people and, you, you know, having parties. And I would say the parade, it's like the main event, but... It's just the whole weekend around it, the before and after, and the leading up and the ending. And I'm gay no matter what. I'm right. going to be gay whether you know, a specific bank supports it or not. Right. So I think it should be less corporations. And I think the parade would be more fun if we had, you know, singers and what we do. But mm-hmm. I think it's like probably 60% corporations and then 30% actual gay apps. So I would love to see a higher ratio of, you know, performers and music and celebrities instead of. The random corner bank, yeah.
1: And then, what advice would you have for somebody starting out in social media? Either you can into both, or one, or the other. Um, wanting to like get into influencing in some capacity, or just wanting to like learn how to have a better relationship with social media in their own personal life.
0: I would say, if you're in college, that so many companies, whether you're into fashion or tech or food or anything, um, have like any company you think of probably has a college program because as I said, it's the most influential way to get consumers. And honestly, the, college programs are very lucrative because you get you get money on top of whatever the company is you probably get free products from them as uh, well so it is very lucrative and every college just they probably want as many colleges as possible i know that they want to be able to go on their website and say we're at 500 colleges so even if you're yeah. the only person at your college involved it's a way for them to expand and get to your state and your college and yeah i would say you don't need to have a ten thousand followers um you don't even need to have more than thousand you just need to be active and have friends following you and just I guess more than one post a year, like you just try to be kind of active. But yeah, social media is just fun. I mean, um, it's okay to be ironic and satire and just have some fun. It doesn't always need to be serious. Like, doesn't need to be picture perfect, and it doesn't need to be the perfect edit. You can just um, have fun. I That's think what that I do.
1: A really good reminder for me too. just like hearing that from somebody. Not everything has to be serious or mean something. It could be totally just like fun and funny and for no reason, and you can show it to 10
2: people and it's still just as like important if you're enjoying yourself then you won yeah
0: (laughs) yeah like the hello probably half my followers like what the fuck is this he's crazy but then the people who actually like i care about seeing in dc they were so happy to uh to watch the video and the dramatic hello and like my friends were like oh my god this is so funny like i remember you making this blah blah blah. like that's what it was for
1: yeah no a little bit with our podcast i'm like and there's some moments where i'm like a little embarrassed to post about it or something but it's like the people that are excited about it are the people that we want in our lives right yeah well thank you so much for coming on yeah thank you
0: yes thank you for having me it was fun
1: yeah um we'll just like have you plug yourself again where can we find you
0: so actually my new song is was he by camp cam with k's k-a-m-p-k-a-m it's anywhere you can find it and i do have an announcement that the music video is coming out august 18th
2: what that's my little the
0: surprise. So, yeah. So that'll be another
1: hear first. A...
0: <laughs> you actually are hearing it first. I haven't told uh I just wanted to make it a big surprise. And um that was fun. I recorded it in Boston with my film school friends. It's gonna be very professional and very fun. And yeah, I filmed it in the end of July. That'll just be fun to release. Again, just for my friends, you know, it'll be fun to play at parties on, on YouTube yeah, and just have that. Be
2: fun. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations.
0: Thank you. And my Instagram is Uh, K-A-M-C-A-Y-E-R
1: Perfect.
0: So if you want to follow my content, I'll be (laughs) there.
1: Well, we hope everybody enjoyed this episode and for us, you can find us on Instagram at NYFpod. You can also send us
2: an email at nyfpod at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.